from E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with part one of our very special 30th birthday celebration, featuring music and conversation with Sarah Jarose, Sam Bush, Los Lobos, James Taylor, and more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster. Thanks, Helen. Welcome, everybody, to our big deal 30th anniversary E-Town celebration Wow, this is a two-parter. We've got so much to celebrate, a ton of music, some great conversation. You know, it's hard to believe that it's been 30 years since we started this, but we feel pretty lucky to have shared so much good music and so many great stories with all of you. It's a funny thing about memory. I think it magically edits out a lot of the bad stuff over time because Mm -hmm. we struggled a lot over the years to keep the whole thing going. But in looking back, it seems like it's all been kind of sunny and fun. (laughs) I know. That's true. It was hard, but we kept it going, and here we are. But to go back a bit, for those who may not know the story, let's talk about how it all started. Now, Nick, you got the idea for E-Town right after your band Hot Rise had stopped touring in 1990, and the first thing you did was go on tour with Sam Bush in Eastern Europe, if I'm not mistaken. It was literally the day after the last Hot Rise show at Merlefest in 1990. Uh, I went to Nashville to rehearse, and then the next day we flew to Bulgaria, uh, with Sam for a three-week tour. Most of you know that Sam Bush is the uh, legendary mandolin player who most of us got to know through his band, The New Grass Revival. Yeah, Sam has gone on, of course, to be busy all the time with his own band and playing with lots of others. But we dug up a song from our first season back in 1991 where Sam and John Cowan came to be on E-Town. And here is a song that's a trio number with John playing the bass and I'm playing guitar and Sam's playing mandolin on a song that I must have learned for that tour and have since forgotten. Here's Sam. I'd like to uh, ask John and Nick to help me on another one. This was uh, an instrumental that I learned from my mandolin hero and uh, later got to record this one with him in a duet. I learned it from Jethro Burns. This is called Broadway. Thank you. 
I called Sam at home. We got to visit just a little. Hey, Sam Bush, I'm just so happy that uh, you're here joining our uh, celebration for our 30th anniversary because you were part of the origin story of E-Town because we were playing music in Eastern Europe when the whole idea kind of popped up. Well, did it just, I don't know, I know it seemed like the way I remember it, we were riding a bus and you started talking of, you know, thinking what if you and Helen started a show that featured music, of course, but talked about issues and ecological issues and social issues. And what did I say? <laughs> really? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work to me, Nick. Yeah, maybe so. But um, that was an important trip to just be with you playing as a part of Sam Bush and Friends in Bulgaria and Turkey and Czechoslovakia. It was, it was a powerful moment for me. It was a transition because I was phasing out of Hot Rise just as you were phasing out of Newgrass Revival. And right, that was, uh, I guess, the way I recall, the, that would have been 1990. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a pleasure in that we were playing for natives of the countries we were in. Yeah. So we weren't just playing for a bunch of Americans. It was a true cultural exchange of what we were trying to do to present our sounds to people who hadn't heard this kind of playing before. Yeah. Again, thanks to you, Sam, for being both a guest and also kind of a, a, an instigator for getting my mind thinking about what would be a good use of my time and my talents in a different way. I want to also just let people know that um, Newgrass Revival, what an amazing band, great run and history, just an incredibly influential band. But it was so great in the 70s and 80s to be so often finding ourselves at festivals and other places together, Hot Rise and Newgrass Revival, where we just crossed paths all the time, which is where you and I got to know each other and hang out. That's where I found out how good you can fungo. And for, for those of you that don't know what fungo means, that's the coach in baseball that is standing up there. But I'd be out probably 200 feet away, and uh, Nick would um, hit me a, a fly ball to hit, and I had such a weak arm, of course, I needed a relay thrower in the middle to get it back to you. Those were the days, man. Those were fun. <laughs> hey, Sam Bush, thanks again for being a part of our 30th anniversary celebration. And thanks for being a part of E-Town since not only the very beginning, but before the very beginning. Yes, I got, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I really do. And it's, so it's, yes, it's so great to have been part of uh, a show, you know, getting to be an occasional visitor from the ground floor up and to see what y'all have grown into. It brings me great pride. I'm driving around Nashville, and there y'all are on the radio. So it's 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 wonderful, and I congratulate you, and, and you, you deserve all the success the show's achieved. Thank you, Sam. My pleasure. You know, even though we were just starting out, we had an amazing group of guests join us in our first year, and we hadn't really figured out what we were doing. <laughs> no kidding. Some of those early shows were a little awkward as we were finding our way, but things improved pretty quickly. I remember the first time Los Lobos was on the show and we had an award winner that was um, an organization working to reintroduce wolves into the Rocky Mountain West. I couldn't resist combining those two. And it was kind of an inside joke since Los Lobos means the wolves in Spanish, but that show felt um, sort of like the first time we were connecting the dots between the music and the message. Well, I have a special reason to remember that show. 
the award winner brought live wolves to the taping and I was quote unquote volunteered to sit on the stage and have a wolf come over and visit me. The wolf licked my face like it was a way of greeting, sort of like a dog would do. On the radio. Yes. And I'd been told not to pull away because it might be felt as a rejection. And apparently in those cases, the wolf would probably clamp onto my face with her jaw to say, no, really, let's be friends. <laughs> you, were a, you were a brave soul that day. <laughs> Los Lobos recorded a song just for our 30th anniversary celebration. Here it is. It's called Just a Man.
No gray clouds like silver and gold. No little boy to watch me grow old. Perez, Steve Berlin from Los Lobos. Thank you so much for being a part of E-Town's 30th anniversary celebration. You guys have been a part of E-Town since the very beginning. And we're so proud that you've been a part of our sort of DNA, our musical DNA for all these years. Thank you. Thanks, uh, you and Helen and the rest of E-Town. Congratulations. And thanks for being so kind to invite us into the the E-Town family. You all have been very nice and we feel like very comfortable with all of you. Man, I remember going to see um, your first tour in Colorado at the Rainbow Music Hall, I thought it was, or something like that. And just being blown away by, you know, the first record that we heard, which is Will the Wolf Survive? Well, I remember clearly the band had had somehow got a copy of Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers. This is about you, Nick. (laughs) And we drive around in our van on the way to gigs, when we play local gigs, blasting... (laughs) Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers. So, so imagine this. There's four Chicanos driving down the street blasting uh, Red Knuckles and Trailblazers. Okay, so you got that going for you, Nick. Right? <laughs> I want to see a video of that. What else? Anything else you remember about E-Town along the, along the way? Well, you know, the one, th- the one thing that I always that stuck out to me was that, like, the, a show by musicians for musicians is different than any other kind of show. Not that there's anything wrong with non-musicians doing anything, but it just sort of, uh, it's just a very different vibe when it's players only, I guess, would be the way to put it. Uh, and it just feels different. Like, you know, it's just sort of like an unspoken secret language, I guess, that we're all just trying to make our way through the world the same way. So whenever E-Town showed up on the itinerary, it was always like, oh, cool, awesome. You know, it's always something to really look forward to. Something about having like history in, in their instruments and what they're doing and connected to music that way. And not only that, but the whole idea was, you know, connected to uh, the environment and the world around us. That connection was always something that you always managed to keep up in the air whenever we were, we were there and whenever, you know, the show aired, I, I was always impressed by that. Thanks, Louie. Um, tell me about the song you guys contributed, because this is something, it's, it's, it's you in the studio. Um, tell me about that. Uh, yeah, it's Just a Man. We, we shot it at um, this place called The Nest in East L.A. that the studio that's now become, effectively speaking, our second home that's uh, not even like thousand feet from where the guys kind of grew up. And yeah, you got a really good one. That that song, it's one of my favorite songs. And it's always uh, like the solos just go and go and go. And it sometimes takes on a life of its own, like that performance. So yeah, it was a, a pleasure to share with you. Oh, man, we feel honored to get it. And it was really, uh, it was just cool seeing you guys, you know, adapting to this strange year of of not being on the road and still being right. creative and still being together and you know making music that only you can make 
It's really well, beautiful. Well, thanks for, for keeping that story going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, I really appreciate you being a part of our 30th anniversary for E10. Oh, our pleasure. And, Thank and you. again, the fact that you've been a part of it from the beginning and, and still are. So we look forward to seeing you again whenever that happens. Oh, let's hope so soon, man. Yeah. Our best to everybody out in E-Town, to you and, and Helen for being friends. Just that if you took it all away, we're just good friends. And I appreciate that. Sure Thanks, that. Louis. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Los Lobos. Great band, great guys. We have so much more music to get to. Right now, we are going to change gears a little bit and introduce you to somebody who is brand new, just starting out on their career. Raquel Garcia is a teenager who's an amazing singer. We've been doing some recording and making some videos here at E-Town Hall with her. She's just a great kid. Raquel Garcia, thank you for being part of our 30th anniversary celebration for E-Town. It's really great to see you. No, thank you for having me. Great to see you. This is exciting. I love the fact that you've got a connection to this building and to E-Town. We've all been just so amazed by your talent and your skills and your poise. And um, we've watched you grow up a little bit, tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. You're 15 now, right? Yes. <laughs> so I think you were probably 13 or 14 when we met. Yeah, yeah time flies. It's yeah. been about, yeah. <laughs> I love coming here. Besides that, I was born in Boulder. So coming to work to Boulder, <laughs> A-Town, it's just like awesome. <laughs> okay, well, one favor, when you're a giant star and everybody knows your name, come back and do something for E-Town. Totally, of course. All right, cool. Totally. <laughs> well, let's play this song. Of course. What do you want to do? I want to sing a song called Blue Bayou. I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Okay. I feel so bad, I got a worried mind. I'm so lonesome all of the time. Since I left my baby behind on Blue Bayou. Saving nickels, seven dimes Working till the sun don't shine Looking forward to happier times On Blue Bayou I'm going back someday Come what may to Blue Bayou Blue 
That's Raquel Garcia, a great young singer doing a classic Roy Orbison song. We've got more music coming up from Sarah Jarose and James Taylor after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as a charter sponsor of Change the Course, a freshwater conservation and restoration program created by Bonneville Environmental Foundation and National Geographic. You can learn more about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. You're listening to E-Town. Back to E-Town's 30th anniversary special, part one. Uh, there's been an awful lot of great music on the show over the years, but of course, E-Town has also always been about more than just the music. That's right. The interviews and especially the Achievement Awards have played a big part in our connection with our listeners. You did a great job, Helen, of producing those award stories, um, speaking with the nominees and preparing them for the radio. Oh, thank you, Nick. And we also had lots of great interviews over the years with some really accomplished people, scientists and authors, politicians. We actually have a brief visit coming up with another politician, our representative in Congress, Jonah Goose, a first-generation American whose family emigrated from Eritrea. He went to law school, he began in state government, and he now represents us in Washington, D.C. Congressman Goose. Thank you for joining us for E-Town's 30th anniversary celebration. Um, we're happy that you are our representative. Well, pleasure's all mine, Nick, and I'm happy that I am your representative, and it's a privilege to represent E-Town in the United States Congress. I'm curious about, um, you know, when you describe your district to other your colleagues or other people in Washington, and uh, they find out that it includes the city of Boulder, Colorado. How, how do you describe your district to them in ways that maybe might surprise even them? Uh, wow, what a good question. You know, the way I typically describe it is an eclectic, kind, unique community. That's the, that, those are the three words that I typically use yeah. to describe Boulder and the Boulder Valley. And most times, uh, more often than not, when I say that I represent Boulder County, folks know the community. They've been here, maybe they've come here for a concert or they've come to climb our wonderful mountains or um, they've had some family who, who's lived in the area. Maybe they uh, have a family member that went to see you and they cheer for the buffs uh, regardless yeah. of where they may be. So generally people know. I guess everybody knows that this spring, Boulder has gone through uh, a tough time as a kind and caring and, and generous and progressive community. We were all shocked by the shooting at the King Supers, and I'm sure that's something that's both on your mind and on the minds of your colleagues. Very much so. It's interesting, as you ask me to how I describe Boulder to my colleagues, the word that I use now, 
the most is resilient uh, because obviously it's been a devastating few weeks here in Boulder uh, as we mourn the tragic loss of, uh, of 10 precious lives. Um, in the role you have now, you know, your inclination and your profession would suggest that you're going to do something and you're going to try to change something. So what, what does that mean for somebody like you under circumstances like that? Yeah, it, well, it means a number of different things. I mean, I, you know, first and foremost, we've tried to do everything we can to be responsive to the community. And, and that means helping the community as it heals. It's still a huge shock for so many. Yeah. Uh, and the grieving process is a long one, but uh, also part of being responsive to our community and being present uh, and helping folks as, as we heal is also ensuring that we take action to try to prevent terrible tragedies like this one from ever happening again. And so uh, for me, that means uh, doing everything we can to really address the mental health challenges that exist across our country and our community. And uh, it means enacting common sense gun violence reform, uh, which is broadly supported by most Americans, certainly by most of Coloradans and most Boulderites. So we're, we're very active on that front and doing everything we can to pull various different levers in Washington to make that a reality. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, let me change the subject a little bit. As you know, E-Town's been around for a long time. When we started, one of our main concerns and um, sort of connection points that we were trying to point to for our audience was climate change. We were thinking about it. We were trying to stimulate dialogue around it. Um, 30 years later, we're not doing better than we were 30 years ago in the sort of fight against that kind of catastrophic crisis. But um, there are some things that are hopeful. There are some things that are moving in the right direction, including general awareness and some new technology. What do you see that's, that's working pretty well that, that you're excited about? Uh, look, uh, there's no question we have a very short runway to get this right and to avert planetary disaster. But I'm optimistic. I'm more hopeful today than I've ever been. And that's, as I said, in part because of the way public opinion has shifted and uh, the reality that there's some real progress being made at the state and local level. I, I represent a congressional district uh, where over 14 different communities have committed uh, to a renewable energy future by 2030. Uh, those are real commitments, yeah. solid commitments made by city officials my job is to try to emulate that at the federal level and convince my colleagues that we should be doing the same yeah. in Washington, D.C. Well, listen, again, we really appreciate the fact that you're um, representing this community. You're trying your best. We all feel like there's a lot of work to be done, and uh, we're excited about having people like you carry the torch for us and do the best you can. Well, thank you, Nick, and thanks to E-Town. And uh, I think the work you all have done uh, has really helped shape public opinion to a degree that now uh, most folks agree that climate change is the existential threat of our time. And I'm not sure that you could say that that was the case in terms of public opinion 10, 20, 30 years ago. And uh, best of luck for the next 30 years. May your impact be uh, just even bigger than it has been, which has been of, of uh, epic proportions. So thank you all. That's Congressman Jonah Goose. It's not easy to be in Congress these days, as we all know, but Joe is a dedicated public servant, and we all wish him well. We hope to see less gridlock, more dialogue, especially around the important issues, and he's really trying to make that happen. We have an amazing lineup of guests for our show this week, and, you know, partly because of our connection and, in many cases, our friendship with so many musicians. Um, that's, that's really been the engine of so much of E-Town's success over the years. Yeah. 
A lot of those relationships started when you were on tour on a regular basis, including folks on the festival circuit that you became friends with, like Lyle Lovett and such, along with younger artists like Sarah DeRose. Yes, Sarah and I have known each other for a long time. She's just won her second Grammy. So proud of her. We connected with her at her home in Nashville recently for a brief conversation, and we got to play, through the wonders of modern technology, a song together. Sarah Jarosz, great to see you. So good to see you. Thanks so much for contributing a song to our 30th anniversary celebration. And it's such a beautiful song, Pay It No Mind. Can we talk about that just a little? Yeah, definitely. It is a tale of earthly woe and turmoil and our ability to either ignore or rise above, I guess. Is that fair to say? Yes, yes, absolutely fair to say. Um, It's interesting because I wrote it with John Leventhal um, when we were making the record, which was long before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so just that perspective, there's been so, so much of a perspective shift over the course of the last year. It was interesting, like with that song almost preempting that need um, to kind of have a perspective shift. Right. It's a universal cry and an anthem for our time. But it's a beautiful song, and it's interesting because it has um, some guitar parts that are very Leventhalian. On the I like record, that, Leventhalian. <laughs> which you um, replicated beautifully with your octave mandolin. Thanks, yeah. Well, all I can say is um, it's been so much fun to hang out with you periodically over the years and to stay connected for quite a long time. Yeah, I think, I mean, we might have met at that first Rocky Grass that I went to, which I was 11. So that would have been back in 2002, I believe. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's that's maybe where we met the first time. And, yeah. you know, I'm just so grateful to you for you and Helen both, you know, kind of taking me under your wing in a way and being so supportive, like even from those early days. And when when you were just a hero and now you're still a hero, but also a friend. Oh, so that's you. really, really great. Yeah. Well, listen, congratulations again on your second Grammy Award and your career as a creative person, just, just really using your skills and your talents as a writer and as a player whether it's on your own or with I'm With Her or in whatever configuration you choose, you just continue to inspire us. And thank you again for contributing to our 30th anniversary celebration. Yeah, happy 30th. It's incredible. It's a, it's a well-deserved celebration of many years of great music. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Nick. seventh floor there's a little bird stretching her wings she's looking down at the world far below i can hear the little tune that she sings she says we all have our notions baby we all laugh inside and when the world on the ground is gonna swallow you down sometimes you got to pay it no Nothing's going right But if you're wise, you know that 
Thank you, Sarah and Jeff Picker on the bass and Helen on harmonies. And Nick on guitar. I played some guitar in yes. there. It is so fun to play a little music with other people. I really, I'm, I'm kind of amazed how much I miss it and how little, uh, you know, we haven't gotten to do that. I know. And I love that song. Me too. You know, one of the things we've been doing during the pandemic is creating musical moments remotely using technology like Zoom and other things. And I have to say it's sometimes mixed results, but but occasionally it works really well. And one of the things we made last year is so special, I want to share it with you again right now. We were putting together a show featuring Rufus Wainwright, and during our chat, I asked him who he'd like to sing with, somebody who he'd never sung with before. He mentioned Brandy Carlisle. Uh, we called Brandy's management. We worked it out. Uh, Rufus's band recorded a Sandy Denny song, Who Knows Where the Time Goes?, Brandy sang, they played, I added a little stuff to it, and it really came out beautifully. Here it is, Sandy Denny's song, Who Knows Where the Time Goes, Rufus Wainwright and Brandy Carlisle. Across the evening sky All the birds are leaving But how can they know It's time for them to go I 
We've got more music coming up right after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by Insight Designs Web Solutions, a Boulder-based web and app development firm that's been making the world a better place one website at a time since 1999. You can learn more about how Insight helps companies and organizations engage their communities at insightdesigns.com. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who hear E-Town on stations like KJAC, the Colorado Sound, in Fort Collins, Boulder, and the Denver, Colorado area. And on WRSI, the River, in Northampton and Western Massachusetts. And on UMFM in Winnipeg, Canada. As always, if you'd like more information about any of our guests this week, if you'd like to see videos from this week's show, or if you'd like to find out how you could become a citizen of E-Town, or find one of the commemorative posters celebrating our 30th anniversary. All that and much more is available at etown.org. You are listening to part one of our 30th anniversary spectacular. I'm here with Helen, and we are coming into the home stretch for this first half. So much good music and good memories, good stories, and really good singers. The talent booking. Um, I just want to talk about that for a minute. The talent booking for E-Town has always been a creative job, big job, and sometimes really challenging. 
But one of our early talent bookers is somebody we actually brought to Boulder to work with E-Town. He then went on to have a long career in radio. He's now with the Colorado Sound. I'm talking about Ron Bostwick. <laughs> hey, Ron. So good to see you. Thanks for being here. Oh, Helen. Thank you very much. And Nick, I got to tell you, uh, this show has been so important to me over the years. I really would not miss this at all for anything in the world. And I just got to say, I really think that what you guys are doing is just a, a great job. And I've known you for a long time. I know how modest you could be about downplaying your accomplishments and creating this wonderful radio program for 30 years. But it's really very, very impressive about what you've done. Thank you. Aww, thank Thanks, you. Ron. We have been busy making shows, so it doesn't seem like we've been doing anything special. We're just making shows, and then you get done, you make another show. Yeah, but, you know, you've been making lots and lots of shows <laughs> over these years. I mean, and Helen, you and I worked together on the Achievement Award for right. a while. So yep. the really great information, the interviews with people who are doing wonderful work, not just around the United States, but around the world also. And you've been sharing all of that environmental information along the way, too. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. I, I got to tell you that during my time at E-Town, there's, you know, a few great memories and stories that I have, but I just want to ask you guys about some of the big moments about when you were starting out sort of over the kitchen table 30 years ago. What was that like? It was a big idea. It was kind of audacious, and we just started, and we had a bumpy road in the beginning like anything, and we learned a lot. But one of the things that really helped us was that in our very first season, we got a lot of great, great artists to come and join us, and that really added to our Credibility right out of the bat. It was yeah, amazing. I agree. James Taylor's first time on the show was during that season. It was a huge moment. And it was so cool that he did that. He just showed up in Boulder on his own. No band, no road manager, just him and his guitar ready to play the show. And he came back, um, you know, several times over the years after that, including one of our biggest, splashiest shows, which was during the 2008 uh, DNC in Denver, where we had... Irma Thomas and Tom Morello and Henry yeah. Butler and Ani DeFranco and David Crosby and Graham Nash and James Taylor. <laughs> and he also came for our halfway point. That was our 15th anniversary uh, special show. It was with Keb Mo, And right. that was the time that James originally thought he was going to bring his whole big band with him. And then at the very last minute, he changed his mind. And he asked Nick and me and the E-Tones, that's E-Tones house band, to learn something like, 10 songs on the spot, and we did. <laughs> Along with the vocal parts. And his daughter, Sally, was living in Boulder at the time, so she came and sang with us oh, oh yeah. on yes. those great vocal parts. Yeah, I remember that. That was a really big deal show that uh, that we did down in Denver at the Paramount Theater. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I kind of see where you guys are going with this. I bet you're going to play some music from that show. But hold on, but before we do, let me just go back to my earlier comment about this being really a, a big deal. And I saw that the Colorado State Senate issued a proclamation in your honor. And I don't want to read the whole thing, but I just want to read a couple of parts uh, from it where it says, the Colorado State Senate congratulates E-Town on their 30th anniversary and their induction into the Colorado Music Hall of Fame. As one of the earlier pioneers in media coverage of sustainability and environmental issues, they combined music and activism in a way that quickly established E-Town as one of the front range's cultural pillars their induction into the Colorado Music Hall of Fame honors the contributions they have made to our community and culture, and the Colorado Senate is proud that they call Boulder home. That is impressive. Oh, man. 
Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm, I can't tell you we're all deeply honored. And when I say all, I'm, I mean, it's important to note that it's been a collective effort over the years. You know, uh, we couldn't have done any of this without the help of lots and lots of people. Our incredible staff, our wonderful production crew, our board, our donors, our sponsors. The radio stations, record companies, especially the thousands of musicians who've taken the time to join us to make music together. We've got an awful lot to be thankful for. No kidding. Especially people like you, Ron, as a colleague and friend. Thanks for all of your help all these years. Thank you very much. Ron, thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for sharing that. We are just about out of time for this week. We are going to go back to revisit the show that Helen was talking about at our 15th anniversary with James Taylor. That's the one where our house band, the Ever Ready E-Tones, were pressed into service. Along with Sally Taylor. That's right. And you were singing. And Nick was singing and playing guitar and mandolin. We're going to start out, though, with part of my conversation with James Taylor from that event. Well, thanks for coming, James, to our big uh, anniversary show. Well, thanks. It's great to be here. It's a, it's a delight to be here on your birthday as well. On Thank your, you. Thank your you. Your joint birthday with your, yeah. your lovely wife. Yeah. Yeah. No, E-Town is a beautiful and rare thing uh, on the radio and in this land. So uh, I'm... I'm so glad it exists. I'm happy to be on it, too. Thank you. Thank you. We got a good head start when you came by on our first season to join us, and things have been rocking along since then, so thanks for that. You bet. You sound good. I don't know whether this is just my imagination, but your voice is sounding just uh, like it's getting better still. Is this... Yeah. Is there something... uh, is there something you do? Do you, uh, you know, work out and train your voice and stuff like that? It's just uh, extra additives in the food that I eat. Yeah. <laughs> the anti-organic You don't stuff. just have to settle for the amount of additives that they put in there. You know, you can buy a, a big jug of that stuff and a mixed additives and just spoon it on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also noticed um, in rehearsal that you are somebody who knows a lot about music, more than many. Not just, you know, you know what you like or what sounds good, but you know about voicings and about harmonic theory and about sort of the physics of music. Is it, where, do you, where did you really sort of dive in and learn all about the musical mechanical stuff? When I was in high school, I had a, a semester of, uh, of musical theory, but it's, sadly, that's all I got. And the rest has, has been just what I've managed to pick up. I don't actually read music. I would be totally at a loss if you put a page of music in front of me. The, the musical world is divided into people who can and who can't read music, I think. And, I'm, and I just, by this time, I think everybody I, I know, my wife works for the Boston Symphony, so she knows a lot of actual legit musicians. And, 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 and uh, you know, uh, she, they, they say to me, oh, how can that be possible? It's the easiest thing. You can read, you know, words on a page. And it's true that I am literate in that sense. But... Uh, uh, I, I must have some sort of block about it by now, you know. I can't imagine why it would be something you need to start working on now. Uh, that's, an old, that's an old joke. Uh, uh, it can't be terribly old because it's about a jazz musician. So it's probably about 100 years old, this joke. They ask a jazz musician, can you read music? And he says, well, daddy-o or man, not so it gets in my way. It was an honor, I suspect, nonetheless, to get a doctorate, you know, in music. Being someone who doesn't read music, that's, but, so it's a good thing. That's right. Yeah. And, and uh, 
I know that there was a time maybe 20 years ago or, or, or a little more than that that you were thinking about just bagging it, just about sort of retiring from the crazy music game, and you chose otherwise. It turns out it's the only thing I know how to do, and, and, uh, <laughs> and it's really, it's an excellent job, and it's a, it's a very, uh, it's, it's, a, it's just a wonderful thing to have, a, to make a life uh, doing, you know, make a living doing something you enjoy. Right. And, have you seen any kind of um, danger of uh, compromising your career or your um, uh, ability as a performer to entertain and sell tickets as a result of sticking your neck out on behalf of things like the NRDC or the Vote for Change tour and things like that? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, by this no, uh, point, uh, I'm a pretty known quantity. You know, I, I don't think anyone is uh, surprised, uh, particularly to see me get behind various causes or, or the occasional political campaign or... No, it, it just uh, it, it hasn't uh, been in any way a, a sacrifice, I don't think, to, uh, to, for me. Well, what's nice for us is that, you know, 15 years of making this radio show, you really achieve what it is we're aiming towards. And I just appreciate the fact you're mixing music and message and intelligence and information and dialogue all in a good way. And... Well, right back at you, man. Right back at you. Right. Thanks, James. Let's get back to music. Welcome back, James Taylor. Here's a song. Not much of a surprise there, I guess. <laughs> really? We've got uh, Helen back out singing on this next one, and my daughter Sally, Sally Taylor. Here's a tune called Riding on a Railroad. We've been riding all on a railroad, singing someone else's song, forever standing out by the crossroads. Take his side and stealth along. I've been sailing away upon a river to the sea. Maybe you and me can meet again. But we'll be riding all on railroad, singing someone else's song. Sing along From time to time I tire of the life That I've been leading Town to town Day by day There's a man up here He claims To have his hands upon the reins There are chains upon his hands And bands been riding on Take your side and step along. We got been sailing away upon a river to the sea. Maybe you've 
Well, that's it, everybody. That's part one of our 30th anniversary celebration. And while it is amazing to get the compliments and the congratulations from so many people on our 30 years, we feel, in fact, indebted to all the people who've been our guests over the years. As Helen and I talked about earlier, we just make shows and we keep making more shows. And when we're done, we make another show. And that's the way it's been for 30 years. We've done it with a lot of support and a lot of love from lots of people. But I especially want to thank the musicians who've joined us over the years, including the ones from this week's show. Of course, Sam Bush, Los Lobos, Sarah Jarose, James Taylor, Raquel Garcia. And I want to invite you to join us next week for part two of our 30th anniversary celebration when we welcome musicians like War and Treaty, City and Color, Black Pumas, Nathaniel Rateliff, and Lyle Lovett and Bob Weir playing together for the first time ever. That's all next week on part two of E-Town's 30th anniversary celebration. And after that, we're going to begin a series of shows featuring some of the best moments from our 30-year history. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town. This is a production of E-Town. Wow, part one of our 30th anniversary celebration. Thank you all for being a part of it. Thanks to our musical guests. And of course, we hope you can tune in for part two. I'm Nick Forster. Thank you for listening.